Kaká Kaladze was at AC Milan for the duration of Carlo Ancelotti's glittering eight-year reign. The defender won two Champions Leagues and a Serie A title under the Italian and remains thankful to his former manager for his enduring support throughout traumatic off-the-field circumstances. A prominent politician, Kaladze is now the mayor of the Georgian capital Tbilisi, a role that sees him lean on the leadership lessons he learned from Ancelotti. You'd been at AC Milan 11 months before Carlo took over in November 2001. You'd had three managers in that period. How did Carlo come in and stabilise the club? It was a difficult time, I think. Um, and initially, in the first few months, it was difficult for him as well. We didn't necessarily win all of our games. Um, the situation wasn't easy for anyone. Um, obviously, he brought in his own tactics. He, he switched us around. We played either 4-3-3 or 4-3-2-1, as you know. But slowly but surely, he brought in top players. Top players came in, things improved, and then ultimately, we ended up winning everything. The first thing that struck me about him was that he's just a great man, a really great man. Um, and then straight away he started to create this wonderful kind of atmosphere and feeling of friendship within the changing room. And I think that, you know, to be a big team, a great team, you have to be friends. And this friendship is really important. Carlo would have come in and be analysing his players straight away and looking at you in terms of your football quality. But did you get the sense as well that he was very keen to know about you as a person as much as about you as a footballer? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's um, really important for any manager who comes in um, to know his players, um, not just as in terms of their footballing abilities, but also as human beings, as people. And um, I realised straight away that in all the training sessions, I had to show that I was better for my rival, for my position, um, because I wanted to be in the starting eleven, and we all wanted to be in the starting eleven. So there was a lot of competition at the training between um, all of the players to make sure that we started the next game. Um, and as I said at the beginning, he certainly did take time to get to know us all, not just as footballers, but as men as well. When Carlo replaced Fatih Terim, AC Milan were fifth in Serie A and 15 points off the top of the table. And within two years, he was winning the 2003 Champions League. So you've spoken about some of the things Carlo did to improve the team, but how do you achieve such a huge improvement? 
Well, what did he bring to the club? Um, his tactics, his way of playing that we then began to buy into. He also brought in some top players as well, of course. Um, and he turned us into a team where everyone had a clear idea of the objectives. Everyone was striving to achieve the objectives that, that were set for us. And as I said at the beginning, Milan has a fantastic history and tradition as a club. And so everyone involved with the club, whether it be the, in the club itself, the fans, the press, everyone wanted us to do well, to achieve the best possible results. And then it's also important to say that when Ancelotti arrived, he knew what was expected of him as well. Um, so he knew that he had to do what he did. So he created this team which was made up of great men, great champions in terms of ability as footballers. And then, yeah, sure, afterwards we went on and won absolutely everything. That's it, the Carlo Ancelotti we see today has won absolutely everything. And he's so clear-headed and sure of what he wants from his teams. But before you won that Champions League, he'd not won a major honour. He was only 43 when you won it. So when you're playing semi-final against Inter Milan, final against Juventus, was Carlo still the same, or was he the same person we see today? Calm, very level-headed, very clear with his instructions. I think his strength is the fact that he's such a calm person, he's a calm uh, manager. Even in difficult games, even when we're encountering difficulties, he was always calm. He knew exactly what he expected of us, um, we knew what he wanted us to do as well, and um, we went out there and did it. I think um, if you're going to be a club that wins everything, you need a great manager, you need great players, you need a dressing room where people, first and foremost, the players are friends. As people, they are friends. That's important. And um, he managed to put all of this together. Um, he did all of this. Um, but you have to also say that not everyone can do that, quite clearly. Uh, but he was a person who has managed to bring everything together and he created this team that then went on to, as we said, win, win everything. Milan are back on top of the European tree, their sixth such title. You won that 2003 final against Juventus on penalties. Your penalty was saved by Gian Gianlu Gianluigi Buffon. Did Carlo mention that to you afterwards? No, lì era situazione un po' strano. Well, um, I have to say, I'm not a penalty taker. I wasn't a penalty taker. It's not one of my big strengths. But it was a tough game, a tense game. And some of the players who were penalty takers, all of a sudden, they, they, they had a bad leg, bad head, bad stomach ache. So I said, I'll do it. I'll take the penalty. And of course, I'm still very upset today about the fact that um, we missed that. I missed that penalty. The important thing, of course, is that we did go on to win any, anyway. And it's incredibly difficult to find the words to um, express the emotion that we felt at winning that Champions League. The following season, you weren't in the team so much. What's Carlos' communication like with a player who isn't playing regularly? Well, yeah, um, in the pre-season, I um, tore a muscle. I mean, it was a really significant, serious muscle tear, um, which led to me missing four or five months. And um, I really struggled to recover, struggled to recover from injury. It was difficult for me also mentally as well, um, just to get back 
into um, playing football. Because, um, as I said, it was a serious injury. But Cardinal was very helpful, very supportive, as were the players as well. So, yeah, it was difficult. But in the end, I was able to make my way back into the team thanks to the support from both Cardinal and the players. Throughout this whole period, you were living through a very difficult time in your personal life. Your brother, Levan, had gone missing in May 2001, and it was reported his body had been found in May 2005. How was Carlo with you in that period? And when it was reported your brother's body had been found, you came back and played very quickly and scored in your first game back. So, again, did Carlo give you the option of taking as long out as you wanted or coming back and playing as soon as you wanted? So sure, it's, it's a really horrible thing um, that, that happened to me and my family. Um, as you said, my brother was um, kidnapped and for all of that period of time, I had, we had no idea where he was. Um, so it was very difficult psychologically, it put us under a lot of strain and stress. Um, obviously, uh, my parents as well, who you know, were crying every day. Um, it, it was an incredible, tough um, time and even speaking about it now is so difficult i mean it's something you know that hurts and i'll carry it in my heart for the rest of my life um but i thought i cannot possibly fall i can't fall and i can't fail i have to stand up um i have to go on um not just for my sake but my for my family's sake so i thought if i fall my family falls as well um and i remember i receiving a phone call to tell me that my brother's body had been found and that he'd been killed and you can't find the words to express something like that really. Um, at the time we were due to play in a big match, it was a big match against Bayern Munich and I spoke to Galliani at uh, Milan, I spoke to Cardlo, um, the club's um, officials and I decided to play and as it happened, uh, we won 1-1, one, one. Uh, we drew 1-1, one, one, sorry. And straight afterwards, um, Silvio Berlusconi um, allowed me to use his um, private jet so I could fly straight back to um, uh, Tbilisi. But I'd like to take this opportunity once again to say thank you to Cardlo, to the club, and to all of the players and everyone involved for their support that they provided me during that really difficult time. Was it something that Carlo spoke with you about? the whole time he was there? Was, was he always very conscious that this was something happening in your life and was it part of your relationship with Carlo? Well, Carlo and I would speak a lot, but this was such a horrible thing that happened to me and my family that um, not only Carlo, but all of the players, all of the people involved at the club tried not to talk about it, if you see what I mean. We, we tried to talk about other stuff, other friends, other things, but the fact of the matter was that I was... For me, Carlo was a friend. We were friends. The players were friends as well. And I think that um, that's the important thing, you know. And, um, you know, Carlo certainly was friends with me and friends with other people. I considered him to be a friend. After two years of agonizing over Istanbul, two Inzaghi goals. On 
football terms, again, there was a, a big disappointment in the 2005 Champions League final. How did Carlo lift the players and the club and get you back to the point where you were winning the same competition two years later and beating Liverpool in the final? Sì, comunque quella perdita. Well, yeah, I mean, it was an awful, awful moment. Um, I would imagine that kind of thing can happen, what, once in a hundred years? And it happened to happen to us. Uh, we, you know, we were winning 3 0, got back to 3 all, and then we ended up losing our penalties. I mean, it was hugely disappointing to lose that final. We were all really angry more than anything else about what had happened. But I think what we did was to rediscover our determination our grit, um, our character, if you like, our force of personality. And so the following year, we played a great championship, Um, and then 2007, we got our revenge, as it were, um, beating Liverpool in the final. But I always think that, you know, in difficult moments like that, you have to get up, you have to be strong, um, you have to get going again. And um, Carlo was brilliant at that time because he spoke to everyone. The club was good as well. He spoke to everyone and helped us all to get back on our feet and um, to go again. So when Carlo left in 2009, what was the feeling, firstly for you and among the players at the club? Well, we were really sorry. We were really sorry um, when he left. I mean, he wasn't just our coach and our manager. He was our friend. He was a friend to all of us as players. You know, we won everything with him. We won the Champions League twice, Super Cup, um, Serie A. We won the Continental Cup as well. So, you know, when you win everything with a man like that and um, he leaves, it's obvious you're going to be quite sad and um, not happy about it, really. You were with Carlo yourself for a long period of time. So has he had an influence on you later in life? You, you've gone on now into a second career, completely different in politics, where and you're the mayor of Tbilisi at the moment. So important to be able to lead and manage people. Have you taken anything from Carlo into that job? I think more than anything else, I would have to say calm, being calm, um, being serene about things. Um, that's really important in politics. Uh, another important thing, thing in politics, of course, is um, teamwork. You need to make sure you have the right people around you, surrounded by the right people, so, um, and have people who are prepared to work hard, people who are prepared to um, do what's necessary, um, to gain the public's trust, um, to win elections as a politician, um, people who are prepared to do well for the country and for the people. Um, but going back to more than anything else, it's about being calm. You can imagine we live in a world where there's an abundance of fake news, um, particularly in the world of politics. In Georgia, I'm throwing, you know, there's so much fake news about me calling me a liar, calling me this, calling me that. Um, and so more than anything, I think that Mr. Ancelotti, what I learned from him was being calm, being level-headed and calm. Come devi comportare? Devo comportare e devo essere tranquillo. E questa cosa mi ha insegnato Mr. Ancelotti. You've been listening to Knowing Carlo, an official Everton podcast series. Download all episodes now via your preferred podcast app.